Welcome to worship. My name is Jacob Armstrong. I'm one of the pastors here. I'm honored to welcome you in and, and most honored to welcome uh, my friend and our chief of police here at Mount Juliet, James Hambrick. Welcome, James. Thank you for Thank being you. with us. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, James and I have been friends for many years, uh, but more important, he's a friend uh, to our church and to our community. Um, the last time I was thinking, James, the last time you spoke from this stage was about three days after the tornado. Uh, we had a community gathering here, and uh, everybody came in, and we haven't uh, seen you here on the stage since then, and so I wanted to say thank you for you and, and your team, uh, the department that has taken care of our city uh, in the midst of a pandemic and with all that we are, are facing. Uh, if you could hear the Providence Church people in their homes right now, they're, they're applauding, okay? I guarantee you. They're, they're wild like that. They'll just, start, they'll just break out into uh, applause, but... I welcome you here and thank you for being here. We uh, spent last week in worship uh, talking about what's going on in our nation, specifically about racism and how uh, Christians are called to stand against uh, racism in this time. And it's just a, an honor to have you here. Most people don't know probably that you were a part uh, with me and a few other uh, rascals in this town of, of starting Everyone's Wilson some years ago, which initially was to break down barriers of race. And, and for a long time, you have been a bridge builder in this community, a person that uh, brings us together and, and helps us stay focused on, on what's important. And we've seen some beautiful steps forward in that time, but we are still uh, working together actively. So uh, thank you, James. I wanted to ask you uh, a few questions before we pray together, uh, if we can. Um, and one would just be as, um, as someone who serves in law enforcement, who leads in law enforcement, but also I know works against injustice. Um, and our culture is trying to say you can't do both right now, kind of. And I would just wonder what you would say to Providence Church and to our community uh, in this time as someone who's protecting our community, but at the same time is, a, is, is working to, to end racism and injustice. Well, first of all, we thank you, uh, Jacob, for the invitation to come and uh, thank Providence. Man, you guys are, are awesome. You guys are, are great uh, for our community and a beacon of light in our community. And we are. Uh, we applaud you guys as well. Thank you for the, the love, the support, everything you do uh, for our agency and uh, for our community. As we know that, that we're in, in perilous times mm. in, in our nation, right. we know that uh, the current event, one of the things that have take, taken place is um, the event with, with George Floyd. Right. Uh, we stand uh, in solidarity condemning that action. Mm -hmm. And um, we, um, that we're not trained that way. We don't train that way. And so we first of all say that, that that's wrong. Uh, but I do say that's wrong not because he's a black man. Mm -hmm. That's the wrong tactic, period. Mm -hmm. I don't care the ethnicity mm -hmm. uh, of the person's skin. Uh, using that type of tactic is wrong, period. Right. And we have to get to that and address that. But we do know uh, sometimes we, we say uh, the adage that we talk about the elephant in the room and, mm. and people want yeah. to dance around it. Now, I don't dance around it. I just uh, want to deal with it. And so, uh, first of all, it's acknowledging that racism still exists, unfortunately, uh, in America and in our world. Yeah. It does. Uh, acknowledging it, then we can do something about it. Right. But, but it exists, and we have to just deal with it. And I believe that it'll be here until the Lord comes back. Mm. But we can deal with it and effectively. And um, when we look at our position 
as um, you know, some people say, well, how, how is it your position, your perspective as a a black chief? Right. Well, we have to understand that chief is my position. Being a, a police officer is my position. Hmm. Uh, and uh, Kenny Martin, he could fire me tomorrow. <laughs> okay. But guess what? I'll still be a black man, hmm. all right, in America. So uh, there's a difference. Okay. Yeah. There's a difference in how we... I deal with it, first of all, is that I'm a, a Christian. I don't hide behind uh, um, my faith. I, I, I let everyone know that I'm a Christian man yeah. that is a, a police chief in America, and, and I'm, a, I'm black. Yes, That's sir. who God created yes. me. Yes. And so how we reconcile all of this is, is one thing is about respecting hmm. one another. Right. Uh, respecting humanity. May God... Uh, in, in my Bible, it says God, God created a man in his image, yes. in his likeness. Right. And he didn't say he created white man or black man or brown right. man. Yeah. Or, yeah, he created mankind. And so it's not about the black race or, the, uh, or white race. It's about the human race. Right. And that's what we uh, try to uh, our best to um, forge and build those relationships yeah. with. But acknowledging that that racism does exist and, and getting away from the cliche things that yeah. we say. Mm. And, and we have to come to that point, Jacob, that uh, I have people and I've heard people come to me and say, well, you know, I just don't see color. I'm like, are you blind? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I see color. Yeah, you know? right. But the thing is, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But we see Respect it. Yeah. one for another. And that's where we have to get to. And that's, yeah. that's uh, what I'm Man, all about. Good word. I have a question. Actually, it was asked by uh, one of our pastors here. We've all been excited that you were you're coming. And uh, she asked this question. I kind of wanted to ask it, too. How could you see the church? You know, we've been a church that sought to, as you said, partner with you, um, come alongside you. In fact, the things that we talk about here at Providence so often, like seeing people fed and seeing people free from addiction and uh, taking care of folks in the midst of natural disaster, that's the same work that you're a part of. And so, like, how, can, how could a church like Providence continue to partner with you and your work? And another question is, how can we help? How can we relieve pressure uh, as you all seek to serve us faithfully? One thing, uh, never underestimate the power of prayer. Hmm. And so prayer is valuably important. Yeah. And, and praying for our department uh, and our city, and okay. as you do, that's, yeah. that's one thing. Uh, but again, some people... Oftentimes they want to do a new movement and they want to do a new thing, but but what we have to do is it's in the small things, mm. not in the grandiose things. That's I don't worry. We need another word. conference. Yeah. We need another. <laughs> what we need is the, the small things. Each individual, uh, even when you're seeing a, a police officer, man, just lifting them up and mm. covering them in prayer, and um, again, uh, just being the being the light in the church. You guys have been partners, great partners, and um, again, through these last several months, man, we have been uh, mentally exhausted and emotionally yeah. exhausted. When you have tornado and then mm. the, the, the COVID and then mm. the straight line winds do devastation, and then all of the protests and unrest, civil yeah. unrest that are, is in our nation today, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been tough exhausting. and it's been intelligent and exhausting, but the prayers of the saints, man. Yeah, okay. The prayers of the saints. And um, to do what you guys have been doing. Yeah. Uh, because our community, I thank God for the Mount Juliet community and the mm -hmm. pastors and the churches and the believers 
that we have here yeah. of what we've been doing. See, we didn't wait to the George Floyd incident to start right. doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And the right thing will always be the right thing, yeah. all right? And so we didn't, uh, thank God, we just didn't start and we just didn't do a knee jerk. We've been doing this for some time now. That's right. And the only thing we have to do is continue that. Continue that work. Yeah, we talked about that last week of just not having a, a one-off, but continuing right. the work that, that God has called us to. Well, I want to ask you one more question, and everyone watching may not know that in, uh, in addition to being the police chief, you're also a pastor. Yes. You have a Ph.D. in counseling, in theology. So um, I would love to just ask you this question. As we've been talking here about the birth of the church at Pentecost, how the Spirit fell, how it took away dividing lines, like what would be your word? How do you think the gospel of Jesus Christ and the spirit being poured out in the church speaks to our current reality today? Man, great question. And thank God for uh, his word. <laughs> I mean, this is, again, this is not a time to come up with something new. Right. We have God's holy word that works. And uh, one songwriter said this, the blood still works, yeah. you know, and it does. And so uh, the, the power of the Holy Spirit, man, we have to understand that it's not mystical and it's not out there somewhere. Right. It's right here. Yeah. Uh, and that's what the church, you know, if we're going to going to do anything about this situation with racism and, and the divide, because we, we live in a nation, unfortunately, that's uh, causing us to uh, pick a side, mm -hmm. and it's extreme right or extreme left, and you, they, you want to, they want you to pick a side. Yeah. And the only sides are righteousness and unrighteousness. Okay. And so I choose righteousness, <laughs> first of all. Choose righteousness. That's good, James. The yeah, Holy Spirit has empowered mm -hmm. the church it leads the church. It guides the church. The church just has to be who she is, mm. the bride of Christ. And as the Holy Spirit is in us, what has to happen, Jacob, is that we have been commanded that, that we are the salt of the earth right. and that we are the light yeah. of the world. Yeah. You can stand now, up if you oh, want to preach a little man, bit. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm about to. We are the salt of the earth and we are the light of the world. And, and I want to tell all of our, our, the, those that are listening or watching, we have to get beyond where salt okay. and light means I went to church. Okay. That I went to church or I go to this church or I go to that okay. church and I'm a part of the black church or I'm yeah. a part of the white church. Right. Man, we are part of the body of Christ. Yeah. We have to be salt and light and it should be reflected okay. yeah. in the way that right. we live right. our lives. Yeah. Not just what we talk about. And so the Holy Spirit has enabled us and empowered us because, you know, we, we know that in our, our, our churches, man, uh, they say, well, I got the Holy Spirit and it made me run around the church. Yeah. But I want to know what kind of Holy Spirit you have okay. that'll make you run around the church, but it'll make you, we want to allow you to love your brother okay. or your sister. I want to know what kind of Holy Spirit <laughs> that is <laughs> to where saying. you can have an emotional experience, yeah. but not live the life. Live it out in the marketplace and in our, our community. So we need to understand that this thing is real, that the Holy Spirit is here. Jesus said, when I'm, I'm going, but I'm not gonna leave you mm. comfortless. 
I got somebody that's, that's going to be with you. And I know there are times, man, when, when we feel like sometimes we're alone. But guess what? We are never alone, church. We are never alone. Right. We are never alone. And this is the thing. Even in these dark hours right here that we're in, in these dark times, that's when the church should be rise yeah. up and be light. Yeah. Because the darker the night, the brighter Amen. the light of, of the church and of Jesus okay. Christ. And in that, man, he says, I'm going. He says, but, and lo, I'm with, with you. you. Sometimes, part of the time, no, always. always. Hallelujah. Always. Always, even until the end of the age. I'm with you. So the church, we have to know that he's here. He's not just waiting on us right. in the by and by. And when we cross Jordan and on the other side and in the great getting up morning. No, he's right here today. Yeah. And he causes us by his presence and his spirit, his power to live effective lives yeah. as witnesses right here in 2020. And what the world needs to see. See, we're expecting the world. I'm going to just say this and then I'm going to be through because I could get get That's going right. yeah. but but this is the thing we are expecting a different action from the world that they cannot produce mm -hmm. the world cannot produce light okay the church is light amen world would never be able to pr pr produce it okay so this is what i say and we won't change actions but that would never happen without changed minds and changed hearts. Never happen. If we want change actions manifested, then there are going to have to be some changed minds and some changed hearts as we tackle this issue of racism. And can I just say this? Yeah. We, um, man, I thank Providence for your love and support. We have great men and women in law enforcement field here in Mount Juliet and, and around this country and around the globe that have a heart and a feel this is a calling on their life. Yeah. And they go out daily, man, and, and produce, try to, their best to produce the right things and, and police the right way with professionalism and yeah. integrity and with honor. They do that. And when we see one incident or a few incidents, it's a small fraction of the whole. Yeah. But we all get lumped into the same thing. As mm -hmm. Pastor Jim said the other <laughs> night, we get painted with a broad brush. Mm -hmm. But I just want to let you know that you have great men and women that are serving you and are committed to serving you in the right way in our community. And, I, and I, I pray that you would cover them and we've covered your prayers and your love as, as we go through these, time, these, these trying times. Yeah. They had a, a, a huge memorial for George Floyd. And I believe his life will produce some change. Mm -hmm. But they're also doing this whole thing, have been officers killed, a captain for one killed. Uh, you, you haven't seen anything about it. And we have to get to that point that, that where wrong is wrong, right is right. And again, the action, not looking at the color of skin, but the action itself. 
And when we begin to do, and it, it comes through respect, when we begin to respect one another as creations of God, man, yeah. that's, that's when we're, we'll move the needle and change the narrative in our yeah. land. When we do it with love, man, it, it's nothing new. Love your neighbor as yourself, as, as with our church. Hey, our, hey, we love God and love others. That's what it's <laughs> about. Good, yeah, do it. When we do that, That'll do when it. we do that, when we do that and we commit to that, man, what a, what a world, what a world. But we have to start again. I, I've been telling people, I've had people that want to something big and grand. No, we don't need a big grand conference. It needs to start with not what can they do or what can even we do. The question is, what can I do? Can I do? It starts with what, what can I do? And if everybody is committed to what can I do to bring change and, and be led again by what you're saying, the Holy Spirit, yeah, man, It'll impact the whole. Yeah. I've got a question for you. Um, just as you're talking, I'm thinking about young people who may be watching right now. It's just what was in my head. And um, you wouldn't say this, but I mean, you're, you're a person who's risen through the ranks to your position. You lead a department that's nationally recognized. You have a doctorate. You've been on uh, national talk shows. Uh, a man who has, who has um, well, let me say this, because we're friends and we've talked. I know your, I know your story. And I know um, uh, where you've come from and how hard you've worked and how you've given your life to God. Like, I'm just picturing uh, right now these little boys who go to church here, white skin, brown skin, whatever. Like, what word would you speak to the young people, to the generation that's coming up behind us that, that is feeling this fervor mm -hmm. to see something change and to see something be different? Like, speak to them for a minute. They're like sitting on their couch right. eating Cheerios right now with their mom and dad. One of them I would say to, to law enforcement, to, to them as it relates to law enforcement, that law enforcement is not the enemy. I was able to stand at my church one Sunday morning and, and look out. And, and those may not know that, that our congregation, I, I serve a predominantly white congregation, mm -hmm. but I was able to look out among them and say, I can stand here flat-footed and say that you are not my enemy. And I can stand here today and, and say that you look upon me, a black man in America, and I'm not your enemy. That's right. And so that's what our children have to see. They have to see because I believe this racism thing is learned behavior. Mm. It's taught. Yeah. Because if you leave, leave children alone, they're going to get along. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's taught and we have to understand that that the action, we have to get back to where it's the action and not the individual, yeah. the color of their skin, that it, it doesn't matter what, what color their skin is. It's righteousness or it's unrighteousness. Yeah. It's, it's good or it's bad. And, <laughs> and man, this thing is not rocket science. <laughs> we try to make it and, and yeah. we get deep theological and, and everything, but hey, it's the simple word of the gospel. It's Jesus' word. I didn't write it, but I just try my best to live by it. Young people, follow the word of yes. God. Yeah. Follow the word of God. 
Submit yourself to God the way you can hear his voice. He will speak to you. Yeah. And he is speaking. He's, he's, he's telling us, man, just hear me, love me, yeah. walk with me, and let me lead and guide you. And then in doing that, man, you're gain because there's all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. we, we, this is the thing that's been lost, Jacob, in, in these last times. We've, a lot of focus have been on the George Floyd and, and, and police brutality and things like that. Yeah. Um, but guess what? Other things are still happening. Yeah. We're still losing people to a drug we'll addictions. Honest, yeah. We're still losing people to suicide. Yes. We're still, uh, people are still stealing and, yeah. and, and shoplifting yeah. and all the other crimes. They're still doing that. And so they haven't taken a break. And so these things happen. So what am I saying? I'm saying that let's focus, that let's not just be narrowly yeah. uh, focused, but be totally focused on what God is doing at this hour. And he's calling us by his Holy Spirit Church. Yes. And understand this, young people, that you have a, a father. And I'm not talking about your earthly father. You have a father that loves you unconditionally. That's right. No matter what. No matter what. He loves you. And I will say this. He's not going to love you any more than he does today. <laughs> because he loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. He, he gave his life. man, And so there's nothing you can do, and we have to stop teaching and training that, that you can somehow earn God's love. That's right. Because you can't. You can't. You just surrender yourself. Well, all we need, church, glory to God, man. All we need is surrendered lives to Jesus Christ. Surrendered lives. Stop going to church and start being the church. Amen. What you're doing right now, James, just stay with me, okay? We're not going anywhere. Um, is what uh, Peter did on the day of Pentecost. So he had people's attention in the Spirit, and he just simply told them about Jesus. He just said, here's who Jesus is. Here's what he did. Jesus uh, uh, did miracles. Jesus went to the cross. Jesus has been raised uh, from the dead. He says that it was impossible for death to hold him down. And so he just told that story just like you did. And it says that the people that were listening were cut to the heart. I have to imagine that some of us, like me, are cut to the heart right now. And so it leads to this question that some people may be asking today. And that is, they just asked Peter, they said, okay, so what shall we do? In Acts 2.38, Peter replies, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This Holy Spirit we're talking about is not something like you said that is far off. It is available through Jesus Christ. So what do we do, church? Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you'll receive the gift. And then he says, the promise is for you, for your children, and for all who are far off. So this promise is being given for you, for me, for your children, and for all who are far off. And what I've heard you saying today is that the culture right now is giving us a pitiful vision of what life is supposed to be about amongst people, amongst humanity. And so we can adopt you know, a pitiful vision 
or we can receive the promise, which is a picture of the kingdom of God. And so I don't want to accept, you don't want to accept, we don't want to accept this pitiful vision that's been given to us. Instead, we want to, I, I want nothing less than the kingdom of God, right? I want nothing less than what, what God could do. And that's for, it's clear in our initial story that it is for everyone. And before y'all think, hey, why are you criticizing what's going on out there? It says Peter didn't stop talking, just like I'm not stopping talking right now. It says, with many other words, he pleaded them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. He pleaded with the people. What you're seeing out there is not the vision of the kingdom of God. And so we have to kind of just keep, like you said, keep being salt, keep being light, keep going after it. And so I just wanted to kind of give an opportunity right now, James, for the people who are watching to invite the Holy Spirit into their lives. So if you're watching, like if you just want to open up your hands, um, and here's going to be the prayer. It's just a simple prayer. It's just this, come Holy Spirit. And so wherever you're at, you may, be, you may be at the office, you may be taking your break at the hospital, you may be sitting on your couch on a Sunday morning, and you could just open your hands in a receptive kind of way that says, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. God, you tell us that when Jesus made a promise, um, that, that he said it'd be the Holy Spirit and it would come like a baptism. That, that there's a baptism of water, but there's a baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so, God, we are your humble people who don't have the answers for today, who don't know exactly what to do, but we're asking, God, that you'd follow in us like a baptism, that you'd cover us our whole lives, not for a moment in church, not for an hour in a gathering, but for our whole lives, that the Holy Spirit would come and fall over us. We pray for Chief James Hambrick, his wife Denise, as they serve our community as faithful servants, as they seek to lead us in the way of truth, as they seek to protect, as they seek to keep people safe, as they seek peace for the city. And tell us in Jeremiah 29, 11 to, 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 to seek the peace for the city. And they, they are doing that. So I just pray over James' protection. We see and sense the anointing that is on him. Let it be evident as, the, as he does his work, uh, as the police department does their work. Watch over us, God, as we as a city Seek to see everyone fed, everyone free, everyone safe, everyone ready. A, a vision for everyone that we could walk together in peace. We are fighting for justice. We are seeking uh, an end to racism, and we are doing that together. Let the church be the one that models a different vision, a different picture, the picture of the kingdom of God that Jesus has sought to bring us. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. And James, I'm just going to ask you, because you're a brother to me, if you would pray for us. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we just come, and Lord, we thank you for this hour. We pray that you redeem uh, this time. And Lord, we pray for Jacob, Lord, and uh, his family, Lord, in this Providence United Methodist Church family. Lord, we pray that you would continually use them and that they would be what you have called them to be. Because the work that you have for them to do, Lord, uh, no one else can do that. So, Lord, I pray for strength. I pray for courage. I pray for your power, <laughs> Lord, to, to just, and your presence to rest in this place. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would just give them that mandate. Heavenly Father, as they, he so eloquently said, Lord, we need you. Yes. And we cannot do this of our own. Jesus said that, that without me, Lord, you could do nothing. We can do anything. 
but help them continually know <laughs> that they are branches that are connected to the true vine. Yes. And so, Lord, I pray that you would just use them mightily <laughs> in this world today. Thank you for their hearts. Lord, I thank you for their worship. Lord, and I thank you for all that, the things that you have them doing. And Lord, I, from what I see, Lord, they do it with excellence. And they make you look good. And so, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that they will continue and that you will continually bless them. I pray your favor, your peace be upon them continually. And Lord, and I thank you for our friendship and our brotherhood. In the name of Jesus, bless them, Lord. And thank you for them. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank Hallelujah. you, Jesus. Thank, thank you, you for being with us. God bless you. God bless you.